0: Okay, the next section is called, Conflict is inevitable. Learn how to manage it in a healthy manner. So the first two years of marriage often end up being the most exciting as well as the most challenging. Even if you were to go on a fun best friends trip, you know, the men with their buddies and the women with their girlfriends, if you were to go on a trip, You're bound to rub each other the wrong way after being in each other's space for, you know, periods of time and traveling together. So of course that's gonna happen even with your spouse, especially with your spouse. And so in the first couple of years, you're learning how to live with another nafs, with another ego, while your partner is also having to do the same. But what it comes down to is that marriage isn't so much about struggling against another nafs, another ego, as much as it is about struggling against your own nafs, against your own ego. So expect to be challenged, intend to grow. It's perfectly okay to have different personalities and to have different interests. Variety is a spice of life, but what you want to make sure is that both of you have the same goals for your marriage and for your future family, and that you're both on the same page about how you're going to achieve those goals, inshallah. So one of my cousins caused a bit of consternation in our family when we were having a group discussion about marriage. We were giving advice to a cousin of mine who was getting married, and he said, I don't believe in the word compromise when it comes to marriage. And my mother, she was like, what are you saying? Marriage is compromise. But then he went on to explain, if you think of everything as a compromise you're going to keep score and you're eventually going to become bitter. Once you decide to do something try to embrace it fully and believe in it. Don't think of it as a compromise anymore and we all agreed that there was wisdom in that. You want to self-reflect and you don't want to be too proud to apologize. The relief on your partner's face and the peace that comes in the home after suffering the sting of stepping on your own nuffs, on your own ego in order to say, I'm sorry, I was wrong, is so, so worth it. It's worth it. It's a given that all of us are going to get angry at some point or another, but it's when tempers are flared that people's true natures are revealed. You want to be mindful of who you always want to be. Try, even if it's a struggle, to maintain your adab, your manners, your etiquettes when you're upset. Being angry is never an excuse to break or throw things, to scream, to curse, to use foul language, to slam doors, to pull hair, to scratch, to spit, to raise an arm or to throw punches. These are all things that happen in dysfunctional marriages. There's no excuse for them ever. Don't casually toss around the D word, divorce. Every time you feel overwhelmed. In regards to our interpersonal conduct, when we're feeling frustrated, it's important to always remember. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching. Don't ever be disrespectful to your partner. What does disrespect look like? What is disrespect? Very simple rule of thumb. If your partner thinks you're being disrespectful, you are. That's it. If your partner says, I feel disrespected, you're being disrespectful. This is a really big one that my mom always told us, and, and it's a golden rule. When your spouse is angry or visibly agitated, stay quiet in the heat of the moment. You can always make your point at a later time. There's always time later. It doesn't have to be said right then and there. When addressing your disagreements, avoid using absolutes like always and never. It's not fair to forget the positives in your spouse by saying you always do this bad thing or you never do that good thing. It's rare that issues are black and white. There are always shades of gray. I just said always. There, Most of the time, there are shades of gray. So we shouldn't be so quick to condemn one another. Don't expect your partner to be a mind reader. If something is bothering you, discuss it. Set yourself up for success by beginning your conversation with an I statement instead of a you statement. For example, instead of saying, you left your clothes all over the bedroom again. That was so thoughtless of you. Instead, try to turn it around and say, I feel frustrated when I find clothes all over the bedroom at the end of a long day. Try to avoid getting personal and don't assume that your partner knows exactly how their actions are affecting you. Give your partner the benefit of the doubt. You wanna learn to distinguish between a criticism and a complaint. A complaint is an expression of a problem that you'd like to solve. For example, it's really frustrating for me to find a messy bedroom at the end of a long day. That's a complaint. A criticism adds disrespect to the complaint. It is so frustrating for me to know that you're a slob. Why are you such a slob? How are you raised? That's a criticism. Okay, don't go to sleep angry. Stay up and fight instead. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm kidding. Contrary to the age-old advice to resolve all conflicts before going to bed, sometimes it actually helps to sleep on a problem. But first, you have to calm yourself down by reminding yourself to have tawakkul or trust in Allah. Once you've had a full night's rest, you can tackle your problems with a fresh attitude the next day. What you want to make sure to avoid is sleeping in separate beds. You'll be surprised how many problems can eventually get solved just by snuggling under the covers together? It's Shaitan who wants to separate you two. Always remember that. Avoid arguing in front of your children, but if they ever do witness a loud disagreement between you and your spouse, make sure to make up and apologize in front of your children as well. Show them that marital conflict is not the end of the world and that there are healthy ways to resolve issues. Let them witness you apologizing and hugging it out. Holding grudges breeds toxicity and dysfunction. Once issues are resolved, don't keep up bringing past mistakes. Learn to forgive and then forgive every single day. Have a sense of humor about each other's flaws and foibles. For example, I am always losing my eyeglasses. Always. I have, I think, 10 pairs lying around the house. More. (laughs) My husband is always collecting them and putting them in a safe place for me, but I'm still always losing them. I wish eyeglasses had the feature that the iPhone did where you say, Siri, where are you? And your eyeglasses say, here I am, but they don't. But My husband never gets mad at me about it. He's, alhamdulillah, always got a sense of humor uh, about me being annoying, honestly. I'm being very annoying by always uh, searching for my glasses as I'm going out the door. But alhamdulillah, just have to have a sense of humor about each other's flaws. Go with the flow. And four other words, just let it go. Just let it go.